Hello, and welcome back to Happy Stitching from Magic Hour Cross Stitch Supplies. I'm Donna. And I'm Serena. Uh, we're a mother-daughter team, and we work together in our shop, and we also stitch together. And today we're, we are talking about uh, how ex uh, we're so excited that we got our first shipment of Etoile DMC Floss. Now this is a brand new release from DMC. We got just three colors so far, black, white, and, and red, and they are designated with a C. So as you may know, light effects is E, uh, so this, if this was light effects, it would be E666. If it was satin, it would be S666. This is C666. I should have picked a different number. <laughs> but anyway, we're just, we just got them out of the box and we're having a look. And they are really, really lovely. You've got the black there? Yes, I do. I think I'm going to try the red. So we're going to do some... the black. So we're uh, going, to, going to be doing some test stitching and just uh, open it up and have a look and see what we got. So I, right out of the box, what I'm seeing is that it really is as shiny as what they said. Well, it's not so much shiny as sparkly. Like, sparkly, it's not shiny yeah. as a as a as a light effect, but it's it's very sparkly, which is nice. Yeah, you're right. That's a better description because it's not shiny throughout. It has little sparks of of shine in it, so it's not all shiny like it's a metallic. Very soft. It is so soft, isn't it? Yeah, but it stitches just like cotton floss. Like I'm stitching right now a little pattern I found on a thirty-two count linen, and it's not fuzzy looking when it's actually mm -hmm. on a thing despite how fuzzy each individual thread is but it doesn't if you have a look, have a look. it doesn't look blurry you know how right oh wow yeah i see what you mean um because when i saw how soft looking it was that was what my first thought was well on really fine stitching it's going to blur the details Mm -hmm. uh, but on looking at yours, that is very fine stitching, and it's uh, it's not blurred at all. And it looks it's still great. sparkly. And still sparkly, yeah. Even with some of those bits are like one stitch wide, yeah. and you can still see the sparks. One over one on 32 count linen. Well, good for you. <laughs> with Without the aid of additional light or magnification, I might say. Must be nice to be 25. <laughs> I didn't say it was easy. Right, it is, I'm sure it isn't. So when I'm looking at this, when I first saw it, I thought it was a braid because it's just it's uh, the the each individual strand is not perfectly straight, like a cotton floss. It's a little tiny bit kinky. So the when it's together in the six strands, it's a thicker uh, length than six strand cotton would be. It's, if you pull it tight, it's about the same size. But when it's relaxed, it's a little bit thicker because of the kinks keep the threads apart. So Serena's stitching one over one, and I'm going to take two strands of this beautiful bright red. So it's so shiny. 
And I'm going to, what size needle have you got there, honey? Uh, tapestry Petite again, I believe. That needles last week. Okay, so it's 28. Yes. I'm going to thread up this 26 with two strands. And I'm stitching on an 18 count Ada. So on an 18 count, usually I use eight, uh, two strands with cotton floss. So we're going to try that. But we're also going to, just for fun, I'm going to thread up three strands on a number 24 needle and see how that looks on my 18 count. Probably really puffy. Yeah, but puffy can be good, right? Depending on what your project is. Yeah, like when yeah. I saw this color, I thought, wow, that would be perfect for Santa's coat because it would look shiny, but also it would look soft and warm. <laughs> we want Santa to be warm. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do some test stitches here and see how it is to work with and how, how it looks when we do our little test patches. So I'm seeing already three strands, even on a 24, you got to lick the thread. So I don't know if you're a thread licker. Some people use a needle threader. I've never been able to make those work. I can't even, I, I spent many hours trying to fathom how a needle threader works and I can't quite get it. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, I'll show you how it works sometime. I know how they work. I just can't make it work because I find that it, pulling a double thickness of the thread through the eye is more difficult than just threading the needle. Anyway, I'm going to uh, start with the two strands on a number 26 needle and again I'm stitching on 18 count. So it's, it has the look and feel of just a regular cotton floss, which is nice because cotton floss is really easy to use. Uh, it's, I heard that drop. Yeah, I dropped my needle. I'll let my, I don't have, I'm not using a hoop, that's why. So it's uh, not any more likely to pull through on the back than, uh, than regular floss. So if you remember from last week, uh, we were talking about different metallics and the very smooth ones I recommended that, I, I, I think I would leave an extra long tail when I'm starting a stitch row. But on this one, it's just regular, so it, you're, whatever you usually do is probably going to be fine. Because it looks like you could just treat it like any other cotton floss. So how's that going over there? I know you're doing like rows of single stitches. You're working on your project, I'm or are you doing a little this? picture? Yeah, it's a pair of hands doing a little heart, and the inside of the heart is red, and the hands are white. Look kind of like Mickey Mouse's hands, really. Ah. Big white gloves. Well, yeah, yeah, they do kind of. I'm looking at the pattern now. I'm seeing, you know, even on. Uh, I've only got five half, half stitches done, and I can still see the sparkle, mm -hmm. and that's with two strands. I, that that's pretty impressive to me because when I saw it, I thought, well, it looks sparkly on the skein, but when you put it on the pattern, if, when you only have a little patch, how is that going to look? But what I'm seeing so far, it's going to look pretty good. The, the color is still very bright and vibrant, like their cotton floss in this color. So uh, I'm happy about that. It, didn't, it did not uh, like change the color uh, of, of the red, but the white the red. is pretty gray. Oh, yeah, you're right. The white is gray. 
it's not a, sh a sh shiny white at all. It's, no, it could be because it'd be hard to get the sparkle in with the white. Yeah, whatever reason, it's definitely not white white. Uh, we've got. I'll watch uh, out for that. Mm -hmm. So if you if you're a designer, and I know a lot of people out there do design their own patterns and and uh, or even for to sell. Uh, the white, you would want to definitely do a little bit of test patch there to see how this sparkly white would work. Mm -hmm. uh, you may want to go with another option. And there are many to choose from, so it's not like, oh no, what do I do? You know, there's tons of other choices. But I really like the feel of this. It's so very soft. Now you have to be careful because before we're doing even record which we rarely do but um before supper i had started this little pattern and i discovered that you want to keep your pieces short because it tends to disintegrate <laughs> oh really yes oh you mean like a metallic uh no more like you're going backwards and it just into thin air oh I have had that happen uh, when I'm using an older thread. I've, but this is uh, brand spanking new. Yeah, it is brand spanking new. Actually, I don't think it's the age of the thread. I think it's just, uh, I don't know what causes that, but just some colors tend to do it more than others, I think. Or maybe that well, the, skein of that black. I got. Well, I'm using black, so black is a fairly mm. hardy... Uh, yeah i guess i we would have to use it a little longer to see if that was like a one-off problem and it just happened to be that piece or well, maybe because of it itself the fabric it's so fine i'm only using one thread you were stitching over 32 when that happened yeah i was doing yeah. this project here hmm well uh and with that fine needle or what needle were you using this needle Huh, that, and it's shredded. Have a look at, at what you got now and see if there's any sign of wear on the thread. You see anything? No. Because I've got a piece here. I cut a piece that was about, I don't know, 14 inches long. And uh, I've got, what, I'm working on my third row of five. And I'm not noticing any fraying, but that's hardly any stitching at all, really. I'm not noticing that the, the threads become uneven, and that's normal, too. That happens all the time. Mm -hmm. But what I'm seeing is a fairly good coverage. I, like, I, I really like uh, yeah, good, thick feet? coverage. Yeah, I like a good, thick coverage. Um... How many are you stitching with? I forget. This one is two. Two? So Let's yeah. have a look. Have a look. See? And it looks pretty good. That is good coverage. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I And for, probably for a lot of things, I would use the two. But I, I really like thick coverage. So I'm going to try the three and see how that looks. That might be too much for an 18 count. I would definitely use three on a 14. But that's me. But you live, use 3 on 14 anyway, no matter yes, what I you're do. stitching. Yes, I do. I really like the, uh, the three strands. I, I like thick, puffy uh, stitching. 
Right. So that's what I. That's my personal preference, and everybody's entitled to their own personal preferences. It's my project, and I can do that if I want to. It's my party. I'll cry if I want to. Right. So on my fourteens, I always use three, and uh, on some types of fabric uh, that are very open weave, mm -hmm. uh, I would I would even go with four. But that's me. One, two, one here. Okay, so I'm just starting up this. What have I got here? Three strands. Why is there only two? Oh, there it is. Okay. I don't know what I got done there. I better start again. <laughs> okay, let's get that one out of the way. That's the problem. I've got too many threads on the same piece of fabric. There we go. Oh, it's a pity to waste that beautiful uh, etoile thread. So th this is a, a brand new thing for DMC and quite exciting, I guess. They've been promoting it for a while. I think it was released this month. Yeah. October. It, October 2018, yes. Uh, it's only just now available. Some uh, suppliers have it. We have a few, so yes, if you're interested, you can make inquiries. Yes, we have some already, and we're waiting for the full set, which I, we're hoping will be here next week. So that is so exciting. I can't wait to see it. it there are going to be 35 different colors, I believe. That's, that is exciting. It is. That's the same number as uh, Light Effects has. And got 35 new colors. Yeah, and the 35 new colors. That's right. So it won't be totally symmetrical, but who's going to count? It's 32 count line and nobody's going to notice. Oh, did you make a boo-boo? Yes, I did. And I couldn't figure out how to go backwards on 32 count linen. Ah, that, that could be tricky. Yep. I totally get that. So, and you're right. Nobody's going to know but you and all the people listening to this podcast. Yeah, but they don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know. What well, I don't know what I got done here. I got a tail sticking out on the wrong no, side. No, someone's going to notice that. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's see what it's supposed to look like. Yes, somebody's going to notice that. Sorry. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Decision made. Well, you can, again, you can. That's called fudging. Some people call it customizing. I don't think I've ever, ever stitched a single project in the 45 years I've been stitching. 35. 35 years. I didn't start when I was five. I was about 14 when I started. And I'm going to be 60 in February. Wow. Yeah. You don't have to say wow like that. 60 is not old. 60 is the new 30. 30 is pretty old. <laughs> uh, and now I totally forget what I was going to say. Oh, yes. I don't think I've ever stitched a project that didn't have some sort of fudging or customization in it somewhere. So you don't have to worry about that. As long as you can... Uh, make it look like it was supposed to be that way, then you carry on. And I'll, I do my share of taking stitches out too, of course, as everybody does. Of course, but I don't, I discovered it's not possible to really take a lot of stitches out on linen. 
And mm. if you try to go back through the same hole, you make a big hole and you're done. Mm. Yeah. Some, once you do it, you're committed to it. Yeah. I uh, don't stitch a lot on linen, so you have more experience on linen than I do. I don't have a lot of, I don't have any experience over two, just over one. Mm. So most people I find do it over two. Is that right? I don't have yeah. a uh, on the on the higher counts, yeah. uh, depending on the project, you know, because of course the higher the count, the smaller the finished project with any number, any given number of stitches. Mm -hmm. So and therefore the cheaper to frame is one issue, and the fewer fewer amount of uh, of supplies you need. You need less thread, less fabric, and all that. So it's it, could be that what you want as your finished project or finished project size would be one factor in what size of fabric or what count of fabric you choose. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Probably nothing. Yeah, I have a drawer full of those. Some projects I stitched just because I wanted to stitch it. I didn't have any plans for the finished project. I like having a plan for the finished project when I'm done. Sometimes yeah. that plan just doesn't come to fruition and I'm stuck with a project I don't know what to do with, i.e. the first 32 count linen I sewed over one. It's too small to turn into a pillow. Hmm. Too small to turn into a bag. Hmm. I forgot to finish the edges, so. You could, um, like, do it, put on a pocket and put the pocket on a bag. Or a vest or jacket That's a or very something. Very big pocket. Oh, for so a it's vest. it's too big for a pocket, too small for a bag. Yep. One of those in betweeners. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you'll find you'll think of something. You're a very creative girl. Yeah. Sorry, you're a very creative young woman. Thank you. So, uh, how are you liking that the black? Why don't you try some of the white? That's a good idea. We have yet to try the white. Let me uh, tie off this thread, though. I'm going to continue. I, I, I have to confess, I don't know what I did. I ended up with a very long tail on the right side of my stitching after about two, two uh, first legs of my stitching. I had to take it all out and start from scratch. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> it was only three stitches in, but now, I'm w so I'm working on my little test patch still, okay. and it just started, so it'll, it'll be a minute before I can really do a comparison. It is, I can see already, though, that it's quite a bit puffier, as you would expect, but the puffy, inherent puffiness of the thread makes it extra puffy. Now I'm looking at, look, if you have good vision up close, look at what's happened here. It looks like... It looks like a lump. No, it's not a lump. It looks like there is one filament in the thread... That's shiny. That's shiny. Yeah, so I found that strand. out when, uh, when I disintegrated the fabric, there was just one little plastic filament left over. Oh, I see. So... It, Although I'm using a three strands here, so I'm taking, I'm uh, kind of deconstructing here with one of the strands, so a single strand 
and I'm seeing what filaments make up this strand. It's two kind of puffy ones and one... Two cotton and a shiny one. Yeah. A polyester. So it looks like what they've got here is basically a strand of the shiny part of the light effects combined with uh, a slightly modified cotton. It's modified in that it's puffier mm -hmm. and softer. Now, would this be moisturized? The cotton part probably is, because hmm. otherwise it would be it would be very fuzzy, and the, very we fuzzy. wouldn't get the we wouldn't get the detail oh, like the you're seeing. Yeah. Okay. So we, we're it's soft and fluffy, but it's not fuzzy. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit, but not as I I they may have mercerized the cotton part. It's possible they the, only mercerized it once. Maybe, or maybe they didn't do the burning step. Mm. So uh mercerizing is a process in which uh the cotton fibers are soaked in a solution and then uh before it's dyed. And then when they're ready to dye, they put it, they soak up the dye, but then they put the thread in, in under stress. So they kind of put tension on it. They, they're not going for a stretch, but they do put tension on it and do another kind of uh, a bath of some kind of solution. And that uh, creates not only stronger color, it creates stronger thread and the dye is taken up uh, more efficiently so it doesn't come out, which means it's more color fast. So mercerized is done, it, this treatment is done to the thread, that's what mercerized is. And then there's a second par part of the process, I don't know if they, they consider it to be part of the mercerization, but it's passed through um, like a flame to burn off uh, the little fuzzy bits. Hmm. You know, if you look really, really closely at a thread, of course, it has little furry, fuzzy uh, thread ends, fiber ends sticking out. So uh, the burning thing takes those off um, and that gives uh, an extra shine and smoothness to the, to the floss. So when it's the first part does the, also makes it Quite lustrous and the colors vibrant so you end up with a much higher quality thread which is why the high quality threads on the market for cross stitch and other needle arts you'll see all of them will say mercerized most of them say double mercerized and if it's not then I would uh, be careful using it because it may not be, be color fast so uh, use it at your own risk if you never ever wash your product, it wouldn't matter. And you know what? Even even after mercerization, some colors may bleed. Like the reds and the oranges tend yes, to bleed. Yes, they do tend to. Uh, so you just have to be careful with those. And there's uh, color catchers you can use if you really need to wash your project. Uh, you can get those at fabric stores or in the laundry aisle of the department store. So it's just a sheet that you put in with the wash water and it catches any dye that is leached into the water 
instead of it going on to other parts of the fabric. Okay, this is the uh, white going so on. You're, ah, you're starting with the white. I'm starting with some white. You know, okay. mm, it really looks a lot whiter, although it could be because my fabric isn't 100% white, it just looks white. Is that an ivory or an antique white? Probably an antique white. Uh, I think I've got a white. This light, we're in our we're in our kitchen at home. We tried to do this podcast at our workshop. They were working in the room next door, and we had got a lot of bumps and bangs that we did not and intend. And human screeching. Yeah, and so the screeching when they they were I don't they know sawing something or no, uh, they woke an elder god, mom. Oh, I see. Uh, missed that part. But anyway, the light in our kitchen is quite yellow, so it's hard to tell the color of these fabrics. But I'm pretty sure I've got a white and Serena's got an antique white. I probably do. So, but here's my little test patch of, this is three strands on, uh, over, over one on 18 count. So let me just finish this last leg, and what do you think? So this is tiny little patch of three strands. This is the same size patch of two strands. I like the two strands better. I think a lot of people would. Uh, I, depending on what the project is. Yeah, I guess, because that's... Because the three strands are good very puffy. They are. Like it is too puffy. Yeah, it's quite thick. It is quite thick. It but sticks out quite a lot. A Feel the difference. The two strands is it oh, yeah. lays nice and flat. It does. The three strands sticks out quite a bit. I think in this case I would go with the two strands. It looks good and it's shiny. I think the uh, the shine is really nice even in a small patch. And that's good to see. Uh, I wonder how it would blend with a fill with a metallic. What did you, you know give what? A shot? I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna take me at twenty six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give it a quick shot. Okay, I'm going to take um, one strand mm -hmm. of the étoile and combine it with a strand of the silver from the diamond. Is that the yeah, diamond or the squeak? Cool. Yes, from the last week. This is a strand of the diamond metallic. And I'm putting red and silver together because it's October and people will be thinking about their Christmas stitches. And I'm putting it onto a, a number 24 needle because I don't want to spend all day threading the needle. And as I said, the light is pretty poor here, so. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's bright enough, but it's uh, not, not very white. Probably easier to see than trying to stitch this white onto white. Oh yeah, how's that going? White on white, everybody's favorite. It's complicated. Yeah, okay, here we go. I'm going in with uh, one strand of a twelve. Sorry, I'm, I'm leaning on the table and my elbows are squeaking. <laughs> I thought that was the needle. No, it's not the needle. It's my elbows. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
not the joints. I just want to point out that my joints do not squeak that loudly in spite of being almost 60. But I am, I will be careful not to lean on the table. Okay, so I'm just tying off here and get started. All right, let's go. I'm excited. This, this new thread is really beautiful. This and the last week's the diamond. Well, I'm really happy to find two new flosses that I really like. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, going to be looking for opportunities to use it for sure. Now, I, have you ever stitched with the fluorescence? You know, I never have. Those, we should pick up a pack of fluorescence. Yes, we should. We, uh, in fact, they are available to, from our supplier, and uh, we're going to get some in the shop. So that would be a good chance to try them out, take them out for a test spin. Ooh, I thing. Well, why don't you design a fun little pattern to use them with, and we'll do that. Doesn't that sound like fun? Sounds like fun. Okay, well, we're coming up to half an hour here, so we're just going to quickly finish up. And uh, uh, the fluorescence will not be the next one that we do. But we will get that in, and we will uh, do some uh, some experimenting with that. And as you know, as you may know, uh, different kinds of dye can have an effect on the texture of the floss and thread. So it may or may not be easy to stitch with. We don't know until we try it, and that's what we're going to do. So this I got one row done of the test stitch of the moline or sorry the etoile with the diamond and it looks really nice uh the diamond silver is so very shiny it's just beautiful i really love it and the etoile is already has a little bit of shine to it so together it's hard to see the shine in the etoile yes it's overwhelmed yeah. by by the diamond uh, that's true. Would, it would probably be just as as nice to combine the diamond with a regular cotton floss. Mm -hmm. It would. It does not really add anything to make it out of the etoile, but it is really nice, and I would definitely do that. Yeah, uh, cotton floss the with the diamond. Yeah, that would look really nice. And this with two. There's two strands there. One one of the etoile and one of the diamond mm -hmm. and it comes off because it's red and silver it comes off looking kind of candy cane-ish like almost red and white the way it's it lays out on the thing so if, you think so? well if you did a bigger patch it wouldn't look like that i'm looking at a very tiny row of uh five stitches and it kind of looks like that so but a bigger patch would just give the red silvery red appearance mm -hmm. So I think we better finish up there because uh, it's uh, getting late. And um, we have explored the Etoile fo uh, floss quite well, I think. I'm really eager to get that into some of our new designs and into some of our own stitching as well. It's going to be a fun uh, variation on the... It's kind of halfway between cotton floss and... Uh, light effects, but so easy to use. It'll be a real delight to add some sparkle to your project with this A12. So as usual, we use, we're use we using, sorry, that was me shoving the chair. Uh, we use uh, prop, 
products that are available in our shop. If you're interested, you can always visit us at magichourcrossstitchsupplies.com. We'd love to uh, see you there. And, and where can they get a hold of us? They can get hold of us by emailing me at Donna at magichourcrossstitchsupplies.com or you can find us on facebook.com slash magichourcrossstitch. So those are really easy to remember and I hope that you will uh, visit us. We also like, we didn't, again, didn't have time for a question. Uh, we did have a question about mercerizing. So we, we answered that. We will give the credit to Greta from Nanaimo. And uh, thank you for that question, Greta. That was a good one. And one that I've heard many times. So I'm glad I was able to address that. But if you do have any kind of cross-stitch related question, we would love to hear from you. So please email me or visit us on Facebook and uh, we will uh, address your questions in future podcasts. So looking forward to that. And in the meantime, happy stitching. And we'll see you again. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>